Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, I would like to thank you for listening. This is the Leon West. Oh my God, that intro so it just rolled off my tongue like that. This is the Rapid Fire Podcast with your boy Leon West and and my and my and my other and my host, my other host. Wrong with it, man. Your co-host, <laughs> boy. Nah, what's, what's popping with this your boy D Moon? Glad to be back in the building. Let's get it. I thought we came up with another name for you, man. I thought we was going James with James M. M. We're going with James M for the aliens. We're gonna ask y'all. Like, I mean, I'm gonna see if some people listening. Maybe they can give us an opinion. Y'all think James M would be a better like? I don't want to say stage name. That sound like some porno shit. Nah, but, I, like <laughs> I mean, hey, like James, James M or D Moon. Either way, right now it's your boy Leon West, the boy James M. I'm calling him James M. Whether y'all declare it that way or not, that's what we <laughs> James going with. M. Let's get it. So anyway, man, this podcast is gonna be like we're gonna we're gonna talk about a lot of stuff. It's gonna be predominantly sports. Uh, so, but I do as I was doing, you know, when I was back at it and kind of stopped and back at it, and I want to incorporate a lot of different things, and I want to incorporate. So as you guys know, I got back to writing. So I, I want to incorporate getting back to that. So uh, my writings are gonna are gonna uh, what do we get? lead the way for like what we discuss on the podcast? Because I know people aren't re- are, you aren't reading it. Y'all are looking at the headlines, taking a look at my excerpts. Yeah, bro, I feel the same way. I know y'all not fully reading it because I don't read it. It's crazy when I started the website. One of the homies asked like, "When was the last time you read a full arc?" I'm like, Shh, I don't know. <laughs> So when was the last time you read a full, like a full sports article? Not like skim through, oh man, this Nick tripping and then stop it. When was the last time you read one all the way through? Outside of you putting one in? Yeah, like yeah, just, just. So, yeah, so anyway, maybe fellas. Maybe some report stuff. Yeah, so anyway, <laughs> fellas, I get it. I know y'all not out there reading because, you know, especially the people I rock with. We not, it ain't that we stupid, but we ain't, read, we ain't really reading like that. So anyway, I still want to be able to give you a way to. Get that content because that what I'm writing. It's not like I'm just writing stuff just to write it. I'm I'm getting my thoughts and I want y'all to have a uh, some insight on that or some thoughts on that. So here we go. The first topic we're gonna go with is three of them. We're gonna talk about Lamar Jackson. I'm gonna talk about support, lack thereof, and how that affects your motivation. I want to discuss one of another articles saying that we that we the Lakers <laughs> should should bring back Russ and running back. Nah, nigga, you said we. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but you I'm saying we. we. Look, look, look. It's it's been Cleveland since LeBron got to LA, mm-hmm. so it's still Cleveland. Uh, but it, we should run it back with with Russ. So we're gonna dissect that, and then I'm gonna close with uh, the bully investments, bully bookie bully. However you remember us, we coming back, so we'll discuss that as well. So I'm gonna start with Lamar Jackson. Look, the way I start the article off. I tell y'all, like, I'm coming to y'all peace. I don't want y'all to waste time. And people are like, what? Like, the opening, what, what do you mean? Like, I don't want you to waste time because, like, for years, well, LeBron James, and this guy knows as well, he's a big LeBron James fan. So if you hate LeBron James, it's not the podcast for you. I'm going to let you know right now. Definitely not. This is not the podcast for you if you hate LeBron James. Definitely not. So, <laughs> so for, for since about, what, 2007, we have been calling LeBron the best player in the league. And started talking about him as being the greatest player ever. This is this is when the man was 22 years old. So, ever since that moment, anything that LeBron does that's great, those that like MJ will take away from what LeBron did because he didn't do it the way MJ did it, right? So, LeBron is responsible for the most points ever when you count assists and buckets. And it's not close, but because he didn't take every last shot, I don't know, 
cuss out some people. Like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. But because he didn't do it like Jordan and Kobe, this just dog NC. He gonna shoot every shot. Ah, like because he didn't do it that way. Now we gotta take away from his greatness, right? And obviously that's another topic. I'm not even really here to talk about that. My point is, I don't You're want just you to a comparison. You know what I mean? I don't want you to waste that time. Yeah. Right, because we both know they wasted a lot of time. But with Lamar Jackson, I feel like people are doing that same thing. Because he's not that prototypical Tom Brady type yeah. of quarterback, anytime he has a bad game or they lose, instantly it's, he can't throw, he can't last, he can't. Yeah. But everything is pointing to the opposite of that. I mean, what is it? Uh, got the numbers right here. Got a 64% career passing completion rate? I yeah. mean, <laughs> looks like the accuracy there. I mean, clearly the touchdowns is there. The orange drift is there. I think, like you said, just because, you know, you had your Terry Bradshaw's, your Joe Montana, your Troy Aikman's, your Steve. Well, Steve Young was some of a uh, runner, but not as exciting as Lamar is. Yeah. He's not that dynamic with it, but – uh. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, because those are your prototypical QBs. That's what we expect, and especially in, in football, the good old, the good old league. <laughs> yeah, and football looks it comes off as bad. Like you already didn't want these black quarterbacks to succeed in this position, and now that someone like Lamar is, you do anything to uh, kill that narrative. You know what I mean? So if Lamar has a bad year. Or a bad game or a bad span of games, then you know now it's you know the sky is falling or whatever. So yeah, and you know what's wild? Like when I when I wrote my article, I did, I made it a point to not mention any other quarterback because I didn't even want you to think about. I don't want to compare him like he's because he's not any other quarterback. Oh, he's Michael Vick. Yeah, but my even Michael Vick and I and now I will say I think if Michael Vick was in this era, his numbers would be similar. I think Michael Vick would have run for a thousand yards several times. If the league was as quarterback run friendly as it is now, this is what I wanted to just point out. I just wanted to show you what he did. I'm like, let's just take it on face value what Lamar Jackson has done, right? At 25 years old, he's 25 years old, he has 13,640 total yards. That's closer to 14,000 than 13,000. He has 105 touchdowns. In the playoffs, he has he averages 317 yards per game in the postseason. He has one league MVP, two division titles, and there's a plenty of other records that I have not mentioned yet. I think he has five games with four touchdowns and no interceptions, so that dispels the he can't throw. I mean, his MVP season, he went for, what was it, 36-6? 36. 36 touchdown passes and, and, and six interceptions. Now, I will give you that this, and this is something that I did say. I said, what's fair to criticize him? It's to, like it's fair to say, as of right now, and how you feel about this? Is it fair to say, like right now, if somebody was looking at the surface on Lamar Jackson and to say a reason why they shouldn't pay him, and that's kind of what this is coming around to? Why is he still? Why are we questioning whether or not he should get paid and how much? Like it's ridiculous. How do you feel if somebody were to say, like right now at this very moment, I can't trust him to win the big game? Wow, it's my first thought that comes to mind. Um, it's a dangerous game when you get into, because uh, especially in football, basketball is a tad bit different, but football is such the team-oriented sport. 
it's hard to just he didn't do it. Outside of it just coming down to a couple of plays or a drive or something, you could just point it out. But you can be like Josh Allen, who had a greatest game of your life, and Mahomes just got the ball last. Like, you know what I mean? So for those – well, Kyler Murray, you know, he, he messed it up now. So Lamar definitely going to get his. Yeah, yeah, you know, for sure. Kyler Murray can do oh, anything, sure. yeah. not even close to what Lamar has done or whatever. But, I mean, you always going to be cr- – they didn't want to pay Dak. They don't want to play Lamar. I mean, is it adding up that if you're a black QB, you might not? So, so I'm gonna get to that. So, I, what I want to say is, it's, it's for me that's fair. That's a fair critique as of right now to say he can't win on a big game, and it's not because everything you said was accurate. The reason I say it's fair is because he's played poorly in those games. He's complete 58% of his throws. I think it's four touchdowns, four interceptions. Again, he still averages 317 yards a game. A lot of that came from year one when they were coming back because he put them in such a hole with fumbles. And So either which way, I would say that's fair because he's yet to have one of those Lamar Jackson, Mar- Lamar Jackson type of games. He had that moment last year against Tennessee or the year before, uh, 2021 playoffs. So he had that moment against Tennessee where he took him down the field, did some Lamar. He was like, oh, that's the Lamar we're used yeah. to. So right now what I'm saying is that's fair. That's fair, but it's year four. He's 25. Look at all the greats other than Tom Brady. I can't say other than Tom Brady. Tom, it's very rare for a young quarterback. That's why we were so shocked when young quarterbacks throw 30 touchdown passes. 30 touchdown passes is the rookie record. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting to the, oh, the Patrick Mahomes, the youngest to win a Super Bowl, and this, that, and the third. We're always surprised because it's rare for young people to do that. Yeah. So he's young. He's 25. It's fair to say it right now. I don't know if you can project because, again, he's 25 years old. You, would look, you wouldn't look at Tom Brady if he had 13,000 total yards, regardless of how he got him, 105 touchdowns, in basically what amounts to three years worth of being a starter. He started 42 games, by the way. So basically what amounts to three years, full seasons as a starter, you want to try to count him out. Uh, you wouldn't count any other quarterback out that has 13,000 yards and 105 touchdowns with 31 interceptions. You would look at them and project. For some reason with Lamar, we're projecting injury. We're projecting, oh, he can't run like this forever. Why are we just automatically projecting these things? He not, Nothing that he has shown us shows us that we should be doubting anything that he's doing. Again, what we're doing is projecting because we're used to Tom Brady. We're used to Drew Brees. He's a different quarterback. So... Everything else is unfair. It's fair to me to say playoffs. Everything else, his passing numbers, he dispelled that. He won't last. How do you know that? Oh, he gets injured. He got injured. I watched the game. He got injured against the Browns. He got injured with like a turf toe, basically because he stubbed his toe on a turf. He didn't get injured the way everybody, oh, he runs, he's going to get hit. He's never had injury problems, which is my my long-standing uh, video. I had like a 1,000 views on that thing, but... <laughs> He never had injury history, so I don't understand this idea that all of a sudden he's just going to get hurt. I'm trying to digress because this could go forever. So, as me saying that's fair, do you think, what do you, I guess, what's your overall, what's your overall thought process on how people view Lamar Jackson? Because you brought up race. I'll get to that. I want to see kind of where you take it. Well, I mean, it's definitely got to be a factor. We're not going to act like, you know, that's not this huge stigma in the NFL. Um, black quarterbacks especially not getting their respect and their just due. Even the playoff critique thing, I'm 
year five he going into? Yeah. I mean, if you want to be that critical in four years or somebody not, you know, having a great the greatest playoff success, I guess. Um, if so I, if I tell you right now, name me the best Aaron Rodgers playoff moment or whatever, or name me the best Drew Brees paying, I mean playoff moment. I don't know. Like we, so, we might not have those off the top of our heads or whatever. So what, I think it's more so of a great team. So what I what, what I will say because the one you have to play the best though. I'm yeah, not saying like yeah. He was so what I, so what I will say like in team wise, not, they haven't get. I think they're they only the most they given up was like 23 points. Yeah, defensively. So it's a t- so my, I guess what I'm getting at is this: Would you? Okay, and the reason I'm saying it's fair because like I say, it's it's rare for young people, and I say it's fair as of right now. I don't think it's fair. That people are projecting, like you know, what I mean, they're just thinking like, yeah. "Oh, he can't perform in the playoff. He's gonna be this guy forever." I'm not sure that's. The, I'm not even not sure that's not fair, yeah. and that's what people are using it for. But that's why I say at the moment, that's my outlier is at the moment, and the reason I say that is because you look at the young quarterbacks in the league right now, and the young guys are 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 winning a lot more frequent than we are used to. Josh Allen, I, I and. They should. Yeah. Well, what I'm, what? What I, no, what I mean is this. That game, again, how you say this is a team game, that game, Josh Allen. Josh, Josh Allen was on Whoever fire. wins that game, in my personal opinion, goes to the Super Bowl. He just happened to be playing Pat, Patty Mahomes and his defense just – his defense just yeah. – anyway, my point is this. Josh Allen, even even in the loss, he played great, right? Joe Burrow went to a Super Bowl in year – was the year – that was year two or year, year three two. for Joe? Was it two? Is it two or three? Either three. way, Joe Burrow went there young. Patty Mahomes went there young. So I guess what I'm getting at is like these younger quarterbacks, not only are they coming in, they're, a lot of them are playing well once they get their opportunity. They're not wasting those moments. Maybe they're not winning the games, but they're not wasting the moments. And again, those are just the ones top of my head. Josh Allen, Patty Mahomes, because that's the money, that's the class he's about to be in. You know, the Patty Mahomes, the Josh Allen. So that's why I only say right now it's fair. But again, you can't project that as if he's going to be a career you know, like he's just going career, just going to suck during the playoffs. Joe I just Burrow can't. Had two years, huh? Joe Burrow had two years. Yeah, so the second year. So, <clears throat> so that's why I'm saying right now, I'll give it to y'all. You can say that, and if you're talking right now, I'm fine with it. The last thing I'll say: one, he deserves his money. I can't believe that. Like I say, in four years, again, really three years worth of starter time. Well, Josh, I only got that bag before he showed anything. Yeah, but that's what I'm. That's what I was getting at. Okay, so. I, I, what I can't believe is basically what amounts to three years as a starter. He has, again, 14,000 yards. It's closer to 14 and 13. 105 touchdowns. 65 is 64.4. I'm rounding. 65, even though you were round down. I know. Mm-hmm. I'm saying 65. 65%, three-to-one touchdown ratio. And this is passing, by the way. 105 total touchdowns. He got 78 uh, throwing. A three-to-one touchdown interception ratio. 105 touchdowns, 14,000 yards in three seasons, basically. And somehow, some way, when he's trying to go to this negotiation, because he's trying to collect every penny he wants, and he's doing it by himself, he's representing himself, there are people questioning Lamar Jackson. If you put, if you blanketed, and I, again, if it's Tom Brady, then take away the running stats and just put it all as passing. You did a blank picture on any other quarterback. Put his record, put his percentages, put everything up there. And you said, how much money does this quarterback deserve for his first contract extension? Without knowing this is Lamar Jackson, 100% of y'all would say whatever the going rate is. Whatever you paying everybody else, 
That man needs to make it. And because he's last, because that's how these contracts work, he needs to be the highest paid. How we're not looking at that and simply saying that, I have no idea. Oh, he runs. He's he's a liability. Like, y'all coming up with all type of stuff. Like, people don't get hurt. It's just annoying. Again, we went way too long on this topic. I'm going to try to wrap it up. In the race thing, I'll say this. It's not that you're racist, white people. <laughs> it's not that you're racist, but you're not. But when I get on Twitter, 99.9% of the Lamar Jackson shouldn't get this, shouldn't get that are white people. And I think that's because, again, the history of it all. You want your quarterback tall, white, and standing in the pocket. Because traditionally, running quarterbacks don't last. That's yeah. that's the that's the that's the concept of everything. Uh, I don't think it's fair to put it on Lamar Jackson because again, he's done stuff that's different. He's the most elite running quarterback ever. So I just I don't know. How what are you saying? Let me ask this. Should Lamar be the highest paid? I mean, obviously. Typically, the person who gets the bag last, you yeah. know, is the highest paid. What category? Let me let me read this list off for the highest paid QBs. And this is um, we got a Rod number one, Kyler number two, <laughs> Deshaun number three, Patty number four, five is Josh Allen, and I just rounded off to the top seven. Derek Carr, Dak Prescott. What range is A Rod being the highest uh, with, it's, with it's, $50 million a year? So here, here's, Obviously one, here's, contracts are one, here's my year, stance. Go ahead. One, here's my stance. I don't think any quarterback is worth the money that they're giving these quarterbacks. I, I don't think any, any one NFL player, now you got to pay the quarterbacks, I get it. But if you're telling me that Aaron Donald is worth 35 and then the highest paid quarterback is worth 50, you're out of your damn mind. So I don't think any of them should be that high. That's the first thing. The second is it's it's tough to say because he should be paid more than Kyler Murray. Excuse me. But then maybe you could say I, he should. I'm going to say he should be paid more than Deshaun. Too. So, yeah. Well, what I'm saying is this. He should be paid more than Kyler Murray. But then maybe like a Josh Allen, he shouldn't be. But obviously Kyler Murray is above him. So now it's like. Uh, so what's the range? So basically what the range is, he needs to get his bag however it comes. What I'm guessing, my assumption is he's trying, now that Deshaun has the fully guaranteed, Lamar's at the table like, I'm not signing without everything fully guaranteed. So regardless of his ticket, I don't care what he costs per year, I want it fully guaranteed. That's another discussion for another day. I want contracts fully guaranteed. So I used to, anyway, we'll get into that a little bit later. This this topic is, I didn't know it was going to go this long, but mm-hmm. I I... Whatever he gets, his bag should be fully guaranteed. If Deshaun Watson can be fully guaranteed, and I know y'all want me to address that, that's if Deshaun Watson gets fully guaranteed, especially with everything he's going to do, I don't understand why anybody, if I'm any quarterback, I'm not signing no contract without it being fully guaranteed. That just doesn't make any sense to me. And then it trickles down. And that's why I was happy when Christian Kirk signed for $20 because that was ridiculous. But now, when I'm DeAndre Hopkins, and and yeah, hold up. Christian Kirk got twenty million. Hey, reevaluate whatever the offer was. You know what I mean? Christian Kirk got twenty million. Run me my shit, man. Yeah. You, if Christian Kirk getting twenty, if I'm Devontae Adams, I, I need I need thirty five. I need thirty thirty two. <laughs> what are we talking about? Christian Kirk. Hey, Christian Kirk get twenty. I need my thirty thirty two. I need my, 30, 32, I need my yeah. man. Listen, to, I need my money. So 
long story short, whatever Deshaun or whatever Lamar gets, it needs to be fully guaranteed. Now, I had other topics. We're only going to address this last topic because I think this one might take a lot of time as well. I'll get to, I wanted to ask y'all, and matter of fact, we're going to try to make this one quick. Let me see if we can do this. This is the this is the rapid fire. It's a rapid fire test. We're going to see if he can make it through. We're going to make this Russell Westbrook three minutes. We had two minutes and or we had 20 minutes and, and 20 seconds right now. 23-20, we need to be done. Start the clock. Boom. My boy says, my boy Nick Doss on Nickel and Dimes of, of JustTheMessenger.com says, uh, this is the case to run it back over Russ. He said he can't stretch the floor. He put his numbers in there. And then he said he blames um, – he thinks if AD was healthy, it would be – obviously if AD was healthy, it would be different. How much of a factor do you think that played with Russ's play? Um, it depends. Because uh, even if AD was coming back with the way AD was shooting – um, is scary. Uh, what I, What do you think AD's performance had to do with Russ? Do you think that affected his play? Like, obviously, the team would do better, and maybe Russ would have been a little better with AD on the floor. Do you think that's something that played a factor to Russ's play? Yes, but not the. I wouldn't blame that number one if I had to. Uh, that 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 would be down the line for me. Uh, just watching the game, AD has nothing to do with. Turnovers, yeah, that's kind of layups, my head um, that. basketball IQ, uh, feel of the game, just terrible defense. So you know what I mean. So all right, here here's my last thing that, to wrap that portion of it up with AD. He averaged Russ averaged eighteen. What is it? Eighteen, basically eighteen, eight and eight, or eighteen, seven and seven. So eighteen, seven and seven, forty four percent from the field with AD. What do you think his numbers look like? I'm saying about the same. Less turnovers, maybe one or two less turnovers, but I think he's the same player. What do you think? Um, I think his numbers go down a lot less. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, cause you're the last option in that very scenario. Last. You know what I mean? If we got a full AD for seventy games, like I'm not expecting for Russ to be hell, even the third option. I'm expecting Russ to get his off the break, and you know. Uh, loose ball plays and that type of transition basketball. So. And so, and one of his points, and I'm gonna make this one quick because I, I really, you can give me a one word answer if you want to. You can give, yeah, you can give me a one word answer. To be honest, if you want to. He said, "Let's dig deeper." Haven't we seen this combo before? LeBron James with a combo guard that wasn't a great shooter. Who do you think he was talking about? Um, I hope not Wade. He was talking about Wade. Oh, wow. So, I said, <laughs> I know you didn't compare the two. Yeah. And he said, yeah, like, numbers matter. Like, I was like, the num- the game is different. He's like, well, yeah, sometimes we favor numbers, sometimes we don't. Quick answer. Russ, Wade, or what? Uh, or Russ and Bron is a good comparison for the, the Wade and Bron combo. Absolutely not. Wade that's it. There it is. There it is. That's <laughs> all. Defender. That's all we need to hear. Look, it wasn't. It was. That's not it, baby. Like that's they have it. to that's... look. They have to run it back because they're. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, they're still working. So we'll see what the offseason brings. But they have to run it back because right now nobody's willing to trade with them, or they're not willing to meet people's asking price, whatever case may be. So right now they got to run it back. So there's no case for running it back. It's just simply that they have to run it back. There's no case to be made for it. It's just that they have to. They have no other choice. 
Now, real quick, switching it and, and bringing it to the end of this podcast. I posted an article about support and the lack thereof and how that affects the way we pursue our dream. So I'll tell y'all, y'all obviously know, I've said it on several podcasts where I started, stop, started, stop. And it's always my, my, my listen count. If I look at the listens and they low, I'll stop like, damn, my people not support me. Why they not supporting me? Like, whoop de woo. And I wanted to know, like, even with my articles, I was writing for the Browns. I enjoyed it. And in some reason, I just stopped. And I stopped in the middle of the season. I didn't even stop playoff time. I stopped in the middle of the season. I think when they started going downhill with Freddie Kitchens, I was like, I can't write about these dudes no more. But that was me being a fan instead of a writer. So either which way, where a lot of times we'll turn stuff off because we don't think we're getting the support that we're, we need, suffice to say. We're, we're saying, like, I want people to be all in on my dream. And I remember, uh, what is it, Eric Preacher, Eric, or Eric Thomas, Eric T. He said, man, people not supposed to, they can't, they ain't going to love your dream like your dream. It's your dream. And so I want to ask you, because people know my words, and I'll get into them if they haven't read them. What does support mean to you in terms of how you pursue whatever goal or dream or whatever you have in mind like how does support what does it mean to you in terms of how you go after it like does it affect the way you you do things or um definitely uh I think we all have some type of insecurity when it comes to support um I think we all felt like uh we definitely demanded more support or thought we would have more than what we uh what we do but at the same time uh i think my my outlook shifted uh when i battled a couple things myself personally and um you know i won't get too deep but i thought i didn't have a lot of support because it wasn't coming in the way that i thought it should come but it it didn't mean that people were supporting didn't wasn't supporting me it was the fact that uh I had my own expectations on it and people didn't even know that they fell short of my expectation or whatever. So it's a, it's a tricky teeter totter situation, a two way, a two edged sword, because if you don't have it in a way that you think you should, it can paralyze you, Mm -hmm. but you need it. And if you don't got it, it can paralyze you, but you need it. So how do I continue to move on even though it's not looking how I should look, how it should look to me? So I think you have to be self-confident in yourself, self-confident in your product or whatever that you're doing, um, whatever that you're requiring the support for, for. If it's not coming to you the way that you think it should, I just say shift your perspective on things. Or honestly, you can really put it out there. Like, I mean, just generally ask. Like, I remember me and you had a like a man to man conversation. She's like, "Nigga, I didn't even know you was going through that." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you feel me? Yeah. Like, hey, why you? I can't, I can't help you if I know that that's what you was facing or whatever. And a lot of people don't know that they're not supporting you in a way that they you you know that you thinking they should or whatever. Like, damn, I like your shit. I shared it. Yeah, yeah. You feel me? I donated maybe or whatever. But you thought. Everybody's gonna come like I don't know, man. So you know, you get what I'm saying, yeah. bro. Yeah. So I think uh, <laughs> I, I mean I'm glad you said that because that's that's a big part. Like a lot of people won't even know. Uh, they don't know that 
you, you know what I mean? Like you said, they don't know that they aren't supporting you. They're just thinking, everybody, everything cool. Yeah. Your whole time you fighting demons, like, I, and I ain't got nobody here to 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 fight them with me. Right, I'm, right, I'm, right. I'm in the middle of the uh, 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 gulag or whatever. I don't even know. Anyway, but you, <laughs> I'm in the middle of this. I got, I'm circled. I'm fighting everybody. I'm by myself in this I'm, I'm, Yeah. The whole so time. I think yeah. a lot of people don't know, like they don't know to like to speak up and say. They don't know to speak up and say like, yeah, bro, like. I need y'all to support me in this way. I guess for me, my my, my main reason for obviously writing it was it's like I know like people want to see me win, but like if you're not showing it every day, and I used to pay attention to like, oh man, if I talk to this person this much, no way. Like every spot, every sports podcast that I post, I'd be like, dang, like. All my homies are sports sports guys. Everybody I talk to regularly like sports because that's what brings us. They ain't cousin like my stuff. Like what? What the? Like what you mean? How you not? How you listen yeah. to Shannon Sharp and Skip in that propaganda? And so anyway, I there's a couple things that happen, and I want to point them out because I brought them up in an article. My boy Orlando Bud, he started he started uh, f- flawless fitness. He was uh he was in the like the weightlifting. And I saw him started from the scratch in like 2014, I want to say. Started from scratch. He going around a squadron. Squadron is the unit you're in the military. He going around a squadron with t-shirts. He handing them out. He on the radio. Yeah, we're having a flawless day. You're not even supposed to say flawless on the radio. But he was going to plug his shit regardless. You know what I mean? He was going to plug his shit regardless of how many likes, shares, whatever. He was going to plug his shit, plug his shit. And for eight years straight, damn near, I think he took some time off in between to like market and get his logos together and shit like but eight years straight consistent boom every day i'm gonna see this nigga every day still to this day i see this nigga every day and i'm thinking like it's just about being consistent and i don't know how his business doing outside looking in is doing great obviously i'm i'm not it looks great to me so obviously there are trials and tribulations with everybody business when you sit down and talk to him outside looking in shit look great he done bit and you seen the the gradual improvements even from mm-hmm. The material, everything. So anyway, he does it every day, and he just stays consistent. He didn't let anything stop him. He could have looked at the first couple years and like, damn, niggas is not supporting, and just stop. And so basically, I did that. I saw him. I'm like, yo, my nigga just goes. He don't give a fuck. He don't care about the likes, the shit. I mean, obviously that stuff matters, so he cares. But like, he's not letting that affect him going. He's just going. And so for me, that was enough for me to say, you know what? I got to go. Second part, and I'm going to wrap this up because, again, this is rapid fire. I won't be too long. This, another thing that happened, it was several things, but I'll just end it with this one. I'm at work killing shit. Killing it. And I'm working under, I won't say working for, I'm working under a guy who I think is great at what he does, but he's not meant to be above me. And he's above me. That's not sitting well with me. So my whole thing is like, I got to figure out how I can get away from working from where that decision is up to somebody else. I want that to be my very own decision. I don't care if I start a business tomorrow. If it makes what I can, if if I never made more than what I make right now, but I was doing it my own business. It's worth it. Worth it. hundred percent. A million times over. I, hey, I don't want to go in today. It's Monday. My back hurt. I'm staying home. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like if I, if I never made, like literally if my peak was what I make right now, but it was my own and so I'm not worried about people supporting me. That's the last thing because I do need to add this for, for a reference point. 
I'm not worried about people supporting me as much as I'm worried about myself getting after it. What I said at the end of my article was people support consistency and great product. Y'all don't see me stop, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, go. It's hard for you to know when you need to support. Like, shit, are you going to keep going? Like, I want to rock with you, nigga. Are you going to keep this podcast going? So, for the record, yes, that's the goal. Absolutely. I, I told y'all in January I'm not stopping on my fitness. And I swear to God, since January all year, I might not have gone every day. You've been, but you've been doing your thing. Bro. At most, maybe I took two weeks off. After I'm back in there. I have not stopped. And I told y'all, come in the year, I'm always fat and put on 10 pounds. <laughs> and I got to get it off of New Year's resolution. Not, no. Not this year. And so I'm not focused. And my other guy, uh, Michael Plant, and he's doing this uh, pimple, Dr. Pimple Popper, I think his name is. I want to plug the right thing on TikTok, but I'm not on there much. But he's doing a pimple popper like TikTok. He's got like 400,000 followers. And he was selling some like der- some dermatology product, something for your face. He had just say just say he had twenty five sales. He like man, three of them came from Las Vegas, which was local to where he was. He like quit worrying about your circle or your people around you supporting you. Like that's some people won't support yeah. it just because it's you. Just because it's you. What I attested to is like people that are too lazy to do what you're doing and they see you keep going they see you still in the gym they see you're writing every day they see you dropping podcasts every day and they want to do that stuff but they don't have the stones to stay consistent those are the people that's going that you think should support you but aren't and it's because you're showing them like oh shit i am being lazy nobody wants to look at themselves as lazy so that's what i attested to so long story short i'm not worried about i want you guys support i promise you i do i appreciate all the support i get as it is but I'm not letting that affect me. I'm just posting what I post. And and as we say with the new bully investments that will be coming around, we'll talk about that next episode. But as we say with that, we just living with the results. I got the answers to the test. I know what needs to be done. I'm about to just do it. Consistency, great product. Regardless of overwhelming support from those that know me, I'm just going to rock with whatever happened and live with the results. And the right people are going to see it at the end of the day. You know what I mean? And that's the thing, though. Like... It's funny that we want the people to support us because we grew up with them. We know them. But I want you to support me because you really rock out yeah. with my product. Like, you feel me? Like, you like, I don't want girl. you to support me just because we grew up together. You know, that's cool. But, like, I'm in a different, you know, whole nother level. I'm not even that same guy that you once knew, you know, back at that old job, back at school or whatever. I want you to actually support me because you 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 rock with the product you rock with the podcast you rock with the website you rock with bully you know all that but at the end of the day i'm gonna i'm gonna say this i don't even want to be too too deep or nothing like that but just biblically bro when christ was he went back to his hometown this is when he was you know laying hands on people and i'm like say i'm not trying to get too deep but whether you believe or not it's just the, the story of it he went back to his hometown just after him raising people from the dead, doing all these miracles. And he went to his hometown and it said that Christ could do few miracles. And it was because basically the people just didn't believe because they just always looked at him as, oh, now you the carpenter, dude. Like, you feel me? Like, you the guy who came up. You such and such boy. You the you Joseph's son or whatever. Blah, 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 or whatever. So the, the support was never going to be there. but. Yeah. You can go outside somewhere else and do a whole bunch of different miracles or whatever. You can go outside your, you know, your neighborhood, your city, your state, and you'll be surprised the people that really want to support you or whatever because they don't view you as, oh, you was that one nigga in high school that were 
oh, I don't like your sister. Or I don't like no, your people or something stupid or whatever. Like, so sometimes you do have to expand. And I'm trying to do that myself on my social media, cleaning that up and uh, getting more so to people that surround me now or whatever. It's kind of hard to make adult friends, you know, but you yeah. know what I mean? But get those people who are around you now or whatever. And let them see that new positivity, that new product, so you can get gain a support. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I'm gonna put this at the end at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we gonna put this part at the end. I mean, obviously this is the end, but I'm put this at the end. Bully Investments is coming back. Hey. Yes, sir. Bullies. Hey. So shout out to all my bullies. Yo, what's wild about the bullies? Uh, the bully investment aspect of it. The business wasn't bad. I think that's a part like. Business was boom for all things considered. All things considered, because it's it's when I make a sale or when we, because we were a team, like a no other at that point. We were just making sales as a group, as a collective. Yeah, we was really, team. yeah, I we was team selling. <laughs> so anyway, as a team, we were doing fantastic. And I don't want to give y'all the numbers, but it was it's all profit based. So. I, I think at the tip to the tip top of it, we had 26 active subscribers, if you will. 26. That was a lot. But when that happened, and let me tell y'all something about the bet industry. So <laughs> tune in if this is what you, you know what I mean? Tune in. You're going to lose, right? I don't care. I don't care what capper you're looking at. There's a lot of these guys. They just show you these chains. They show you Range Rovers. They show you. A lot of these guys, when you bet every sport and you bet every day, when you do that, you're going to lose at some point and you're going to lose a lot and it's going to be bad. And that happens yeah. often, honestly. You get hot, you get cold. You get hot, you get cold. You get hot, you get cold. That's basically what sports betting is. And... That's life, though. But when that That's happens, life, bro. <laughs> but when that happens, those roller coasters, I used to stress so much. Yeah. Because I'm like, damn, I lost this person this much. And then the, I think the worst part about it was we had a lot of like clients that were or subscribers. I don't even call them clients no more. Subscribers that were, they weren't avid sports betters, so they were just kind of riding the wave. They were trying to just get basically they were trying yeah. to hit the lotto. Oh shit! I hope I get lucky tonight. Because if not, I'm done. And yeah, and so I would we would have these runs. Last year we had some runs that were just beautiful. Oh my god! Like if I had the money to bet big, oh, those runs would have been two, three hundred thousand dollar runs. <laughs> like legitimately, <laughs> if I was betting big, big, big money. It was, but anyway, and that was like a three or four month span of just greatness. So my point is this: <laughs> I would like hit up some of the clients, like yo, you take the bet, like we won, we won twelve hundred last last night alone, <sighs> and that's just on hundred dollar bets. Nah, like, yo, we won twelve hundred. Nah, I ain't taking, bro. Take I ain't it. had no. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, you got in, you lost the first day, you thought we sucked. We win the next six days, and I always talk about being green for you know green on the day is a good day. We win six days in a row, but because you lost day one, you got out, so you didn't even get to reap the benefits. So for me. Reaching out to people and seeing how it was going, and I think this isn't a business where I can get too per- like I can't personalize these these people. Unfortunately, yeah. there's no disrespect. Like I'm, I'll give you the pick. I can personalize it the way I deliver the picks. I want to give you the emails. I want to give you good customer service. You hit me up on chat. How do I place this bet? I was doing that. 
Call me. Hey, I need to talk to you. Bad. Call me. We had great customer support. Definitely great. I, I even gave I email breaking everything down. Like the customer support was fantastic. I'm not worried about that. Yeah. But I, I think it was just like if you're not gonna take the wins, I'm like, I can't do it. You're stressing me out because you're you're you get in for a day, you lose, you think it sucks. Oh, I can't oh, fifty dollars. I'm like, bro, stick with us for the long haul, you're gonna make money. And long story short, Every long haul, we've made money. I go back, check our record books. We've always been green. And for whatever reason, because of the stress of the losses, I get out no longer. What you, what you, you excited about the bully? Tell the people why you're excited. Tell the people why you are personally excited about, about the bully. If anybody says any other answer outside of making money, then they're a complete idiot. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, uh, I love uh, being a salesman, marketing, and everything, but uh, I'm in it to make money. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. There is nothing. I pr- <laughs> <laughs> there is no, no feeling. Uh, hey, I'm sorry, anybody out there that I ever had feelings for. <laughs> there's no feeling. And if anybody's an avid better, you know, there's no feeling like hitting your bat, man. I mean, is what as a sports fan, you already feel it like if your team wins. So just imagine some money on top of it. Hey, like, look, it, it, it just doesn't get any better. And it's wild. I'm sorry. It's wild because I want to chime in on that part. Yeah. It's wild because I can't even watch sports without betting now. It's it's so hard. It's just so like, hard. But carry on. It's so nah, hard. You know, same way. Once you get into it, like, are you watching? Uh, it could be. It could be the Super Bowl yeah, for real. Game. If it ain't no um, no money game. on there, like yeah, big game. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. If it ain't no money on there, then it's it's very hard to get get up for it or whatever. Yeah. But uh, I'm excited about the bully once again, just to make money, get back engaged into our subscribers, and um, that was fun too. Like even though uh, some people wasn't avid sports betters or sports fan for that matter, it's dope just to see people. Hey man, I'm trying to get some money. Yep. And, 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 <laughs> I'm and, trying to get some money. And it was wild. I, man, we had a stretch. We got hot. And again, this this part. I mean, if if you listen to this far, I appreciate. It. I really do. It's crazy because we had a run, and I want to say we had, like I said, we had a peak of like twenty. I think I had twenty six active subscribers at one point. And again, for the business that we were in, that's a ton. That's great. That's fantastic. If I could keep twenty six running. Running supporters, bruh, bruh. Anyway, my point is this. It was a run we had where I think we won like 11 of 14 days. So if you don't know what that means, I mean, you know what that means. We made money, so we profited 11 out of 14 days. And at the time, I was only doing two-week two week packages or, or, or longer. And all like 16 people at that time were like, $3,000 in a green. If, I mean, if they took it at $100, I always base everything off $100 increments because right. that's just the easiest way to show you the money. Sure. Yeah. All of them in those two weeks was up 3000 And like you used to say, like, I personally, I know you could do stocks. I know you can try to f- buy something, flip it. I know you could do. I don't personally know any other thing. I don't. Where I could take a hundred and potentially make three thousand in like two weeks. And you can do it faster, obviously. Yeah. It's just and and again, like, depending on how you're doing, you don't have to take a lot. Now, if you want to make money consistently, you, you to to make a hundred, three hundred, you gotta get lucky a lot. Or three thousand, you gotta get lucky a lot. 
well, maybe not in two weeks. But if you want to take a hundred and, and flip it, you gotta you gotta bet a lot, and it takes a lot. So my point is this: Bookie Bully's coming back. We'll have more episodes for the Bookie Bully and, and get all into the details, the nitty gritty. But this is just gonna be just a messenger, rapid fire. You're gonna see six different versions of rapid fire. I know you see ESPN got seven different shows. We have a Bookie Bully, or my bad, it's Bully Investments. And again, I've talked about that in the past. Y'all gonna hear about it more because I'm gonna be rebranding it. But Bully Investment Podcast, we're going to have our Friday Fives, which is coming out Friday. We're going to have the, the first Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't man. wait for that. Yeah. And we're going <laughs> to have just regular podcasts like this where we just chop it up. We're going to have somewhere strictly dedicated to sports. Maybe it was an album that a, a, a Drake or Jay-Z album, something comes out that trumps sports. Like, a, like I say, like an album or something like that, a movie. And I, I know it's kind of glitched out in that spot. Sorry, my, my microphone fell. But... My point is this, we're going to have a bunch of different content, articles, my daughter is writing. And that's another thing, that's the one, this is what I ended with, and this one's going to be quick, I promise. <laughs> and look, it's funny, because I, 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 I wish I could put the clip of me and Allie talking about I have the longest outros. I've said this is it, like 10 minutes 50 ago. 50 times. And we still here. So, but my daughter, she likes to write. I gave her the platform to write on justthemessengers.com, um, notes, notes from Noel. So those that's actually live now. So if you haven't checked that out, check that out. Hey, my my. Yeah, and she was like, she's crazy excited, and I want to get, I want to get her started on her dream much sooner. All of my kids, not just my oldest, but all of my kids, whatever dream they have. Once I see that they're locked in, I want to get them started sooner. And to give her this platform, she's like, thanks to my dad, I have this platform, and now I can write. And she's so excited. So parents out there, make sure you, whatever your kid wants, make sure you help them go after it at this age. You want them to go after it. I want them to just, but sometimes you got to give them that extra little push. Little right push. now, she's excited. I'm going to try to keep her excited. And like I said, you never know who's watching. I got homies that see it like, yo, this is so dope. I'm so glad you're doing that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Giving them ideas. So you never know who's watching. You never know who you're motivating. So again, fuck the support. I'm, fuck the support. Do what you got to do. Go after it the way you got to go after it. And that's how I'm going to close it. What you got to say to end this motherfucker? Um... Hey, bully coming back. Did y'all yeah, hear bully coming the back? Bully, bully. <laughs> <laughs> the bully coming back, man. But I uh, appreciate you guys' support uh, per use. We're going to keep trying to drop that heat consistently. Uh, we we'll love to hear back, uh, get your opinions, uh, comments, all that, man. We, we want to be more engaging. So uh, give us your feedback. You know, if there's something specific that you want to talk about, let us know. Um, but it's your boy James M. By the way, James, yeah, James M. Going by James M. For now on, so uh, I appreciate you guys. All right, man. So again, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you listen to this. If you made it this far, I do appreciate you. Uh, look out for the Friday Five coming out this Friday. Other than that, just expect podcasts whenever we do podcasts, and we'll try to get it more to like a day to where it's like every Tuesday it's a regular podcast. Friday is the top is the Friday Five, and then Monday morning or whatever it'll be the the the, the weekend breakdown. So we'll do something like that. We'll figure out the schedule and drop and let y'all guys know. Like you said, the bullies coming back. Appreciate the support. We out.